0: Confronting the enemies of our souls, the gates of Hades. (coughs) Confronting the enemies of our souls, slash the gates of Hades. By this title I mean that any being that opposes God is also against the salvation of our souls. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are engaged in a fierce battle, which I will call the greatest conflict of kingdoms. Well, when I say kingdoms, I don't mean you know, kingdom dominion. heresy, no. I'm just saying the conflict of kingdoms. The New Testament is full of encouragement and reminders that we are in a battlefield. The verb often used is wrestling. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against the rules of darkness of this age. Against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Notice a little details there. Detail Against the rulers of darkness of this age. This age. Every age has its own intensity of demonic activity. But this one is thicker than the previous one. The Lord says work, why is still daytime for darkness is coming. The night is coming where no one will be able to work. And he said if if okay, we are salt and light of this world. But if the light that is in us becomes darkness, how thick big will darkness be? in terms of hopelessness we are the ones who can show and demonstrate that there is God, there is a holy and righteous God through you and my life if the light that is in us becomes darkness if salt loses its saltiness You are a hill, a city built on a hill. Against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of weakness in the heavenly places. The battle is intensifying, is everywhere. Do we walk in the flesh we do not rest we do not walk according to the flesh We walk in the flesh but the battle here is not against flesh and blood One more reason why we should take seriously and be watchful in prayers otherwise we will be swept away we won't stand Yeah, we may remain with an intellectual idea that we're doing pretty well as Christians, but I'm telling you, it won't last. Unless we hide in the Lord. Unless we cry to the Lord. Unless we are together. You know, when you put woods together, you have a good fire. When we come together, each one with the gift the Lord has bestowed on everyone. When we come together, we raise our voices to the Lord. We cry to the Lord in our desperation. And when we go back home, we are strengthened by other people's ministries. I'm not putting any pressure on you, but I'm just saying, if you can make it, meet with the brethren. Meet with the brethren for prayers. We learn. Well, we're sharing with Brother John the other day, and uh, actually in our Elders catch up on Friday and we say there is an idea of soldier in the Bible. Well, a soldier doesn't say, oh, today I'm not going. Oh, yes, we love God, that's true, but there is an element of duty in serving the Lord. There is an element of duty in serving the Lord. It's not just when I feel like serving. No. Joshua told the Israelites, Serve the Lord in sincerity. Serve the Lord. Choose whom you're going to serve. Encourage them, serve the Lord with sincerity in your heart. There is an element of duty. It's not just optional to serve the Lord. There is a reward in heaven and the joy of serving the Lord. We saw in tears, we always laugh with Brother John. We saw in tears, you saw in tears as you serve the Lord. But one day you will come back with your sheave waving and happy. One day. Serve the Lord while you're still breathing. When your days are over, goodbye word, thank you the Lord, I'm going to meet my creator and bow before him. Serve the Lord, do not waste time. Don't waste time. Live for him. Live for him. Serve the Lord with gladness. He's given you everything that pertains to life and to eternal life and to godliness. Be grateful and serve him. He's healed you. Love him. Bless him. Pray to him at home. Gather your family around the Bible. Praise the Lord. Spend time. Reorganize your family for God. Someone told me one day, I am a very disciplined person, my children go to bed at 8 o'clock in order for them to be strong. One day I said to him, oh I see the trick, I understand. The only exception is when England is playing cup final they can stay until 11 o'clock and shout and emotion, that's the exception. If we don't come to prayer meeting, do you know what happened? Whenever the announcement comes about prayer, we think, oh, there must be a group of experts somewhere. I'm not concerned about that. It must be a group of people. Now, we have to teach our young people. We have to encourage them. Even once, quarterly, that's okay. So they know what is going on. So they know when the announcement comes, oh, people gather to pray God. Maybe once every six months, that's okay. Just Leave everything and just come there. It is not easy for those who come. I can tell you. England was was praying. Everybody who was here missed all the match. There is a cost to it. Yeah. Well, fortunately there was extension. We catch up with that. There is a cost to everything. To seek the Lord. Amen. We are called to take up the whole armor of God. Truth, righteousness, gospel, faith, salvation, word of God. That is Christ Himself. He is our righteousness. He is our salvation. In fact, His name means that. He is the author, the start and the finish of our faith. That's the kind of faith we're talking about. They're not separate armor that you take one today, you leave the other one. It's Christ, to be clothed with Christ. It's only in Christ that we are victorious. This is the nature of the spiritual battle we engaged in. For the third time today, I'm reminding First Peter 4, 7, Brother John's teaching from last Sunday. That demands a response. Be serious and watchful in your prayers, because time is at hand, the Lord is at hand. You see, some teach, okay, he's not here, so I can gossip behind him, don't tell him. When he prepared that teaching to come and give on Sunday, I trust we will not tell him. He said it's just a simple message I'm gonna preach on on first Peter four seven. I have to give the same message to Messianic testimony and probably the same in the church. It's just a simple message. I say you're gonna preach? You're gonna teach the messianic testimony? Well you have you got to give it a Jewish flavor. That's what they like there. He said, Brother now, ah, you know, it just end of time, holiness. I say, it's not a small teaching. Go with it and see what the Lord is going to do. I say, it's not a small teaching. Don't say, I'm just going to give a small teaching. I say, no. Last Wednesday, I said to him, do you remember the conversation? I've heard quite a few people talking about their feedback, their response to what you taught on Sunday. There's no small teaching, no. God knows the need of his people and what he's going to do praise the Lord for that, don't tell him that's between elders do we all understand the seriousness and the urgency of these things do we all understand the seriousness and the urgency of these things the theme and the reality of this conflict run through the whole Bible from Genesis to Revelation it's all about this conflict. You may have your own journeys and Jambres. Moses had. So. You may have your own Jezebel. You may have your own prophet of Baal and Asherah. Elijah had them. I'm talking about opposition. As a follower of Jesus Christ, you meet all those things because of your stand and your love for Christ. That's okay. Christ will help you. Keep moving, forward. The church had Herod. Remember that teaching on Herod we gave? Herod. That's a family. Uh, What did you say yesterday? Dynasty, that's right? Not dynasty, dynasty. Yes, they checked me out yesterday. I checked with them. Dynasty, okay. It's a whole dynasty Of the Herodian, a whole dynasty living on earth to fight against God. Great grandfather, great grandfather, grandfather, children, a whole dynasty existing to fight. Can you believe that? I will put enmity between you and the woman between your seed and her seed. Faced. Intense conflict. And the devil is very, very organized in the way he allied his troops. Some people exist to fight. Remember that man who went to challenge a street preacher, because the street preacher was saying, "The foolish man, you know the preachers how they preach, the evangelists, you've heard Brother Ryan, you know the way they preach. The foolish saying is hard, there is no God." And a very angry man came to him and said, You know what? I've committed my life. I don't believe in him that he exists. And I've committed all my life to fight him. The street preacher looked at him and say, How do you call someone who fights someone who does not exist? The foolish say in his heart, There's no God. First reading Genesis chapter 3, verse 14 to 15 reminding the topic confronting the enemies of our soul the gates of Hades Genesis 3 verse 14 to 15 so the Lord said to the serpent because you have done this you are cursed more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field on your belly you shall go And you shall eat dust all the days of your life. Verse 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. That's the announcement of the greatest conflict that will start. Now you know there are various interpretations of who the woman is, including the church. You know that. But it seems to me that it also the actual woman, the devil hates women. There are things the Lord has given to women for his glory. For their dignity in the society. Like giving birth. The Bible says she will be saved by birth, by giving birth. Saved in the society. Restored in her reputation. In fact, the Lord himself was born of a woman. The Lord restored the woman. You see after the fall in Israel if a woman brings a report it's very difficult for them to trust. Including the report of the resurrection. They did not trust. Their thought was tales. But the Lord has restored. There's no man, there's no woman. As far as salvation is concerned in the sight of God. The Lord has paid the price for everybody. Save. Everyone can serve the Lord according to the measure of grace the Lord has bestowed in everyone. Giving birth is high dignity for a woman now. Men have chosen to develop that in vitro in the laboratory. That's not enough. They're still working very hard so that men can conceive and give birth. Can you see what is happening to women here? A woman find protection and happiness. In fact, her desire is to please her husband. Can you believe that? She's so happy when she pleases her husband. You have that in the book of Proverbs. How the man himself feels about the way her wife conducts herself. High dignity. You see a man doing well in life, making good things, there is a wife behind. You see the pastor there? There is the wife behind. They share all the disappointment and anxieties and hardship of the ministry with the wife. I remember a pastor, Samuel, in in, in Paris. The church was undergoing so many problems. People were just rebellious. It was so tough. The wife lost a pregnancy. People, people are paying prices for these things. I'm talking about the importance of women as far as God is concerned. The devil is removing all that. Men can marry themselves now. They can begin to have children. So All the good dignity of the world. So this is not just spiritual, it's also physical. The enemy Hates women. He wants to deprive women. In order to sell a juice, 33 centiliters CL of juice, in an ad, there has to be a naked woman there. Is that the will of God? No. I will put enmity between you and the woman. The devil hates women. The word enmity in Hebrews is Ayab. Ayab. And it means hostility. Now this prophecy here in Genesis three fifteen is a permanent hostility. It's a permanent hostility. Do you remember how much the enemy deployed in effort to prevent Jesus from being born? To the point of killing babies, killing. And pursuing everywhere. That the gift of God will not come for the salvation of people. hostility that is the expected attitude between the world system led by the enemy and the church of Christ question why are believers so surprised and disappointed when they hear something that is against God in the media I don't, I don't understand w- what are we expecting if you are a bible reader Bible read. What do you expect? That they will come, BBC News, 8 o'clock. Jesus is the Lord. Let us all turn to the Lord, He's the Savior. They have done this. BBC has done it again. You know, CNN has done this. What do you expect? You're depressing yourself. With all the conspiracy theories, because you're looking for, you know, thinking that there will be some... Boris Johnson will come and say, from the yeah, I know he said the foolish says in his heart. That was a nice thing to say. Praise the Lord, he said that. Too much expectations about the world. What lawlessness will mount. The Bible speaks of the increase of iniquity that will have a knock-on effect of the love of many growing cold. It's negatively correlated. We look to the world, and we hear the little something, they have done it again, because we have a high expectation of that. That's not in the Bible. It is all prophesied in the Bible. The wrath of God is manifest from heaven against those people. Any ungodliness. And those who suppress the truth of God in what? Unrighteousness. Another way to fight the truth of God is simply to promote unrighteousness. As simple as that. To promote iniquity. That's it. People become familiar. They love that. And they become distracted from God. Because the devil knows that he's got a very, very little time left for him. He wants the maximum with him in hell. Because of the increase of iniquity, the love of men will grow cold. Let me check. Does this fix make sense what I'm saying? Thank you. I can continue. Thank you. I want us to be in agreement. I don't want you to be sad on your face. You are children of God. None of these things concern you. If they concern you, it's just to bring us back to the Lord to go. Don't be sad. No. Let the unbelieving and believers be sad. Those who drink sin like, like water. You'll be happy to be strengthened because this is what you believe in in your heart. So say, yes, 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 in your heart. You've been praying to hear these things. Don't be sad. I'm not sad. I'm convinced of what I'm talking about. And I'm talking to the saint of God. If I speak so outside, they will stone me. The Bible does not predict something different. In Matthew 16, verse 18, the Lord told Peter, I will build my church and the gate of Hades shall not prevail against it. The gate of the Hades are at war against the body of Christ. You see, again, the idea of a conflict run through from Genesis to Revelation. Now the Lord is announcing that I will build my church and the gate of the Hades will not... That's French, donk. So, There is a battle going on. The gate of the Hades are the gate of the Hades. The broad way that lead people to hell. I've said in the past that uh, the Lord said he will put enmity between the woman and the serpent, the devil, and between his seed and the seed of the woman, Though the serpent will bruise the heel of the seed of the woman the seed of the woman will crush his head. Now what is the head of the serpent serpent then? What is the head of the devil then that will be crushed? His death that means complete absence of God that's what the second death is complete and definitive absence of God that is satanic system where everything is thought through against God that is his head death well if there is a head there must be a brain the thinking center of everything what is it sin sin is the brain death is the head all of them will be destroyed by the Lord Oh, death, where is your strength? Death has been swallowed up. And sin completely removed. Can you believe that? There will be a day where the Lord will remove sin completely. And we won't have to fight against it anymore. And death and Hades will be cast in the lake of fire. The devil who is the deceiver, the accuser of the brethren. You see, brethren, as I'm talking about these things, I need to keep really disciplined in what I'm saying. Because every word I'm saying here can become a teaching in itself. So I have to make sure that I remain disciplined in what I'm saying. The accuser of the brethren. Well, the devil is already your accuser. Why are you accusing other brethren as well? Why are we accusing each other? And why are you accusing yourself before God? Why are you carrying that burden of guilt, accusing yourself? That's not spirituality. Spirituality is not accusing yourself before God. No. We may think it's spirituality. It's not. Repenting is different from accusing yourself, and carrying the guilt. All the or some people, some people think by being sad that is being spiritual. No. It's just gloominess. Charles Harden Spurgeon said, When you speak about the coming Christ, the risen Christ, and the glory to come, let your face shine like the sun in its full power and strength. But when you talk about hell and the devil, your current face will do. <laughs> the joy of the Lord. Sing unto the Lord like a living stone. Pray as a living stone. Preach as a living stone. Fellowship as a living stone. Because Christ is risen. Second reading. Revelation chapter 12. Revelation chapter 12, and we're reading from verse 9 to 11. 9 to 11. So, the great dragon was cast out, that serpent of old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcome him, by the blood of the lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they did not, they did, they did not love their lives to the death. That's what I was referring to. The accuser of the brethren. Don't lend him your effort, adding to what he's already accusing you to accuse yourself. But he does it perfectly, I'm telling you, 24 hours. Lord, you see, he's not a true Christian. He can't pray. Look at the way he's dressing. Look at the way he's doing Look at the way he's doing it. He's not a He's already accusing you. Don't add to the overflow. 24 hours. Can't pray. Doesn't know the Bible. Got the way he speak to his wife. Look at the way she behaves. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. He's accusing permanently. And then reflect that on you. And you go back to the Lord. You say, no, we do it better than the, but, 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 than the devil himself. Lord, I am this, I am this, I am this, and you put a list of what you are, as though the Lord does not know that. That's not repentance. Remember, the disciple came to the Lord and said, must teach us how to pray. Praying is not just uttering words. No. Even James said, you pray, you don't receive, because you pray with the wrong motives. So we need to know how and what to pray for. And the Bible gives us priorities. And when we come in repentance to God, that's a very serious business. That's a very serious thing. It's not few loose accusations every morning, every time, all, all the time. That's a serious business. This, the, this, no, the sin that ensnares us so easily, one, it must be something really serious that is persisting in your life. You come, Lord, deliver me from this. I've done that again. Lord help me. Cry out to the Lord. It's not accusing. Lord, the water wasn't really cold. I wanted more hotter. I wanted this. No. See the way that brother looked at me after the service? Lord. No. The accuser is doing the serious business. And he's doing that. And Jesus is there. Whenever he says something, Jesus says, My blood. He said, it's my blood. I'm here, Father. Look at me. Don't listen to him. Look at me. Don't listen to him. Praise God. We can be restored. And run again. Continue. Looking unto Jesus. If you continue to look inwardly, I can guarantee you, your heaven is misery. Lift up. Look to Jesus. Remember Peter on the water? So long as he looked at Jesus, he could. Look, he realized he was on water, he started thinking, Help me, help me. Look unto Jesus. Stop carrying the guilt everywhere. Be delivered in the name of Jesus. He has bore the guilt on him. What we have to do is live in the newness of life. Fleeing from sin. And if. Let's say together if. If. Anyone has sinned. There is an if. That's not our life. That's an accident. Or lack of vigilance. Or weakness. Or disobedience that one falls in sin. If that happens. Stand up. Shake off things. Cry out to the Lord and continue. We have an advocate, Jesus, who is faithful and just and righteous to forgive us and cleanse us. We can continue. Don't heed the voice of the enemy. Go. With Christ, the captain, our Joshua in front of us. Jesus Christ, the Son of God. You move forward. The devil drag you back like this and he's showing you your past. Your past before you, get to, you go to the cross. The things you did in the past is intimidating you today while you're in Christ. And you're heeding that. You say, I feel bad about my previous life. I feel bad about my previous life. I'm not going to serve the Lord because I did this in the past. Because I did. What is that? What is that? Is that an understanding of what Christ has done? So wasn't Saul's Paul attitude Now. Paul blesses the Lord. The only thing Paul remember, he remembers what he did to the church, and then he always concludes, but what Christ has done, that is an answer to the enemy, voice. Confronting the enemy of our souls, the gate of the eighties. Remember what you did when you were fifteen? Remember what you did when you were thirty? Remember what you did. Do you think God can really forgive that? Remember what you did. Do you did this, this, and that? Oh, I can't serve the Lord. I just think I'm not worthy of serving. The, who is worthy? Who is worthy? Nobody. The Redeem. And we the Redeemed shall be strong in purpose and unity. What's the expression again? So much fantasy, fantasy amongst the believers, pretending to know everything, missing the basics. Where is the freedom we have in Christ? Where is the liberty we have in Christ? Where is the joy of the Lord in Christ? David shouted, cried out, bless the man to whom transgression is forgiven. He knew what it meant to be forgiven. He knew that. We need to know what it means to be forgiven. Otherwise, the enemy will play on that every day. Every day. Even as believers. I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing enough. And We've been saved by faith. By grace through faith. Why can't we live by faith? By grace through faith. The same grace is meant to maintain us in Christ. So we agree that we were saved by grace through faith, and then we think that we can live by our own effort. What we say, we confess, and what we display, there is a contradiction to so much effort. What's the name of that in Pilgrim Progress? Worldly Wisdom. The one. The one? Yes, Worldly Wisdom. He makes life so hard. for for, for Christian in pilgrim progress. Because you want to rely on human effort. It becomes so difficult to progress. Worldly wisdom. Now, rest on Christ. Look to Christ. What's that song again? Turn, look to him. Look fully to his wonderful face. The key word is fully. I told my team that uh, you may know Stella here. We don't have doctors today. Okay, that's fine. None? Okay. There is a disease, uh, I'm not despising that, I'm just using the example for, uh, to make a point here. Where people, to each eye, can look different things. I've forgotten the name in French. So you look, but this eye can look there, and this one can look there. I told Dashilo yesterday, I said, suppose I'm talking to you, and I'm saying, oh, Dashilo, can you see that bus there? And you look, you say, yes, I can see. And I say, can you also see that cyclist there? I say, before I finish my sentence, you run away. My dad is a monster. The two eyes are supposed to see the same thing. But if this one sees that this one, he need a serious diagnosis. Wait, well, there's one paramedic, someone working in the medics here is, but he's in management, Gerald, sorry. We are called to look fully, fully, to the wonderful face of Christ. As we do that, the things of the world Grow dim and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer and dimmer as a result of us looking fully to Christ. We are called to run in the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Looking, 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 looking with two eyes. If you look like this, we need a spiritual diagnosis from the Holy Spirit. It will be a disaster. We are not called to be divided No. I remember my American friend, I love Americans so much, she said, I look forward to that body Christ we gave me. With Christ I'm the majority. Look fully to his wonderful, do not be divided now. Look fully. It's never meant to be easy. Look to Christ In sickness, in poverty, in tears, in everything. Look to Christ. Because you have known him. Because you belong to him. Look to him. Always. The Bible says, they left us because they were with us, but they were not of us. Because if they were of us, They wouldn't have left us. Do you understand? That's really powerful. See, someone goes in the world and go back and begin to do ungodly things and go and go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and and become a blasphemer. You say he's lost his salvation. It's never with us in the first place. Those who are truly known Christ, what can bring you back? What in this world? What? Romans eight gives a list. Is it lack poverty? What? And he said, "Nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. You go back, you never believe in the first place. A believer will fall seven times and will rise seven times. To the ends. the Bible says those are the ones who follow Christ wherever he goes. Now, that's a trick from the devil. Be careful, be careful. You see that one has been used to be a Christian used to lead worship, now he's in the world. And you live in fear. Oh, maybe one day, maybe one day, um, let me be, you know, measure in my faith. Let me be, because maybe one day, lies from the enemy. It depends on Christ. You are here, in his hand, here. In Christ, in the Father. A pastor once says, it's like, you take a piece of paper like this, You put in those old big Bibles like this. You put in it like Ray Comfort Bible. You put like this and then you put in a leather bag and you zip it. That's where we are with Christ. That's where we are hidden. In Christ, in the Father. Who will come to bring us up out of that? Who? If we've truly known Christ. Folks, these are serious stuff. To be steady, immovable, unshakable, unshaken stable, established, rooted, founded in Christ to grow, 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 grow in Christ till we see him and we lay our crown down and he reveal your work, what you've done even in secret because many of you are laboring in prayers it's not we who are standing here, no you're the one sustaining the work for your prayers let me tell you this There was a church where an old lady died. I may have said this maybe before. And she died. And the following Sunday, there was a word of prophecy. The word of prophecy says, God is looking for someone. Hmm? God is looking for someone. Hmm? God is looking for someone. You know, we have 10 pastors here. They are very big pastors. You know, They know everything. They are here. They are very good spiritual people. We have the head of intercession. He's even there. We have everything. God is looking for some. Hmm? Anyone can explain that word? Nobody. Anyone can explain? No one. Two weeks later, God gave knowledge to one person and they gave a word publicly they say this the lady who died three weeks ago was the one who sustained the work in the church she prayed in and out if the pastor was away for three days she will fast for three days if there was an issue in the church she will fast and pray for the church she was the one who sustained the church Now she's gone. God is looking for a replacement. Not fantasy. Not noise. Real people in the Lord. Hidden, not seen by the public. Labouring in prayer. Praying. When something is goes wrong in the church, they don't add to it fuel. They cry before the Lord. Lord, the devil is striking the church. Do something. They're not hide, adding. To the trouble. When the devil strike a brother, they take things on board. Lord, look again, Lord. Do something about this. They pray, 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 pray. It's not sin. On that day, the work of everyone will be revealed. If you're doing that, here is an encouragement from the Lord for you. Carry You will reap a reward in due course. The Lord wants serious people. Serious people. Well, I was saved at university. I was 28. Well, I may look older now, but I'm not 60 yet. I'm not far from there, but I'm not 60, even though I may look older than that. I was saved when I was 28. How? I was coming from the library, a young man passing by said, Hello. He happened to know my name on the campus. Hello, Guy, hello, how are you? Oh, we're having a Bible camp for students. Do you want to come? We need to pay for that, I'm gonna pay for you. There will be food, I will pay for you. Do you want to come, wow. Smoker, dancer, I was leading a dancer group at university. Three days, sitting there talking about Jesus, I say, yes, I'm gonna come. I went there. I'm sparing you other details. I was saved. Through the ministry of young people at university. Here I am. And the brother is going to be with the Lord. He's called Edouard Nimbona in Burundi. He's there. Everything I do here is just waiting interest, accruing for the day of the reward. Everything I do, he's going to reap the reward, Because he was a courageous young man. He wasn't ashamed of Christ at university. He came to me. He was so sunny. I'm coming out of the library. I'm busy. I'm overwhelmed with mathematics and econometrics in my head. He stopped me courageously. Do you want to come? And he paid for me. And I got saved. He's now with the Lord. Our young people. You've been to university. You've left. What's the legacy? And those who are joining university, what's the legacy For Christ? Why is it so easy for our young people to be carried away by unbelievers than us to drag them to Christ? Think about that. Each one of us has been placed on a certain place for such a time as this. Each one, who will do it? God exhort and save people through you thank you to my sister there I don't want to embarrass her she said to me can you, can you give me a leaflet in French because I have a colleague at work to give a leaflet and another day she came she said hallelujah I've given the leaflet can you see that joy of just living, giving a leaflet that's a big thing you never know what the Lord will do with that give a leaflet I'm a shy person Brother Ryan came to me the other Sunday. He said, are you coming to me to preach? I say, I'm busy. I'm a very shy person. Contrary to what you think. Use what the Lord has given to you. Look, leaflets are there. Helen, leaflets are there. In fact, I've taken all of them. They've gone. Do that. Use your language. Young people, use your friendship. Use it. You don't have to do like Ryan and stand in front of one friend, but you will go to hell. No, you don't have to do that. That's for the evangelist. You can talk, friend. You can say something. You can give a book. You can give a DVD. You can give a CD. You can can give something. It's costly. Well, we had a project at home. We took, we took Helen Shapiro's, Helen, Helen Shapiro, let's call her Shapiro. That's how we know her. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and we took all her, you know, testimony and, 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 and the DVD, and we did a family project, and we took that, and we give to all our neighbors. They become hostile. None of them says hello to us, including the Hindu lady. But we continue to pray that one day, one day, they will say, what is this? The challenge is to get things in first. If they can't convert to Christ now, get the material in. Anyone can do that. What they become hostile; they don't say hello to us anymore. But we're praying still that one day they will. They never even say thank you. It was so nice material, but that's fine. I'm not here just to talking about myself. If you had the opportunity, you would talk about the way the things the Lord is doing. But I'm saying this thing just to encourage, to encourage, to encourage, to encourage until the Lord returns. They overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. Well, Christ nailed our condemnation on the, to the cross and forgave all our trespasses. That's the basis of the victory over the devil. It's Christ's finished work on the cross. That's the only way we can be overcomers. The blood of the Lamb. The finished work. The strength of the devil is sin. The more he pushes people to sin, the more he thinks he's winning the battle. But there is a special species, categories of people. He's struggling to get them to do his will those are Jesus Christ's followers. For them, sin is not an opportunity. It's an enemy to fight. They overcome because of the blood of the lamb. People have changed this now. It's become heretical now. Everybody's covering the blood of the lamb everywhere. I don't know where it is. You know, I wish I could have some as well. We find a a brother who was sick and when people went to pray for him they found him in his his living room with an empty cup and they say, what are you doing? He said, I'm drinking the blood of Christ to be healed. That's too cheap understanding of what the blood of Christ is. The healing people get healed by the blood of the Lamb. Okay. I did not mean to say you this, but because I'm talking about healing, I'm going to say this. did not discuss that with Jennifer, but I'm going to say that. She's not going to be offended. She comes from a quite big family. Big family. And in her family, people are quite well off. We are the poorest, isn't it? Yes. They're quite well off, I'm telling you. In 2011, her dad was dying. He died, he died two weeks ago, two, two years ago, actually. but in 2011, he was very, very, very weak. They sent him in a spe- specialist hospital. They did everything. A team of doctors, they say, "No, that's it. There's nothing we can do. Go back home. He couldn't eat. Finished. The whole family was sad. Desperation. They start making plans for his departure. He lost weight. He couldn't recognize in fact when she saw the picture she just my dad? Start crying. I happened to be traveling to Congo. And her family trust me they are really important people in the society. They heard that I, w- I was coming. A follower of Jesus Christ. No money, nothing. Look at me. Nothing. Look. I was coming. And she alerted her family said, can you have me to pray for my dad? The next day morning, all of them were there. With big cars like that, just look at me. Just look at me—the way I am. I was so tired. I just came and happened to see everybody waiting. Oh, a Christian! A Christian is gonna pray. A Christian. And I came. In Africa, you don't touch your father-in-law. You don't do that. And I'm pretty sure it's the same in India. You don't do that. You stay apart. And I come and everybody was waiting. And I say, let's go inside. And we went inside. And they are Catholics, all of them. Before I open my mouth, someone started to sing to Mary. Before I opened my mouth. And I thought, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. And they finished. I asked him a few questions, we spoke, spoke about the need to receive Christ, prayed with him, repented of his sin, in his bedroom, father-in-law, you're not allowed to do that, with all the grown-up children, and then I put these hands, just like yours, just like you do, you often do, on my father-in-law's head. And pray Jesus. And say amen. And then left. I had a busy day. As I was taking my plane to come back here. She had already received news. That, well, he's eaten so much. He's eaten a ball, ball of, of. After two days. Well, he's recovered. God gave him another. 10 years to live, etc. Fortunately, there was not Manasseh, Manasseh to come in those 10 days. You understand what I mean? What I'm saying here is this. Take God seriously. Not me, not yourself. He says, you will, in his name, you will lay on hands and the sick will be healed. That's what Christ said. It's not gee it's not john it's not joseph it's not jeremiah it's every christian you can pray simply without drama in the great god and god will manifest himself because people are captive of the enemy confronting the enemy what does the bible say be sober and vigilant resist him in steadfast faith And he will flee from you. Confronting the enemy. What has happened that we've spoken only about one today. We're going to stop there. Next week, God willing, we will continue. The first enemy is the devil. Great dragon. Serpent of all. The accuser of the brother. The last enemy is death. Both will be destroyed, but the last to be destroyed will be death. In between, you have all the other enemies. That war against your soul. The love of the world is enmity to God. So the love of the world is another enemy. Fleshly lust. That war against our soul. That's another enemy. All those are in between. Then you have. Haters of God. According to Romans 1 verse 18. Those haters of God. They have committed all their life to fight God. And to increase unrighteousness. Those are in. So in between you have people. Dynasties. Things. That are enemies of God. Enemies of your soul. The gates of the Hades. We need to know and to learn how to confront them. How do you confront the fleshly lust? According to the Bible. You abstain. That's what the Bible says. Abstain from those things. You abstain. Simply. They are so attractive but abstain. A brother who was formerly a thief you know the inspiration for him to steal was in his fingers. He could move anything anywhere, anytime. And he said when he became a Christian at some point that sentiment was like, look, that's an opportunity. And he will stay and say, I'm speaking to my fingers. If you are that powerful, go yourself, I'm not moving. (laughs) A woman who used to be a prostitute. Prostitute. When Christ saved her, he washed her and put her in the right minds. Do you know what happened? Every week there was at least one pastor, pastor coming to her. The Lord has shown me that you should be my other half. And she was troubled. Oh. These are men of God. God is speaking to them. I know the story of the person who had seven husbands, but I don't understand what's happening here. Every pastor God is revealing to them that I should be their wives. That's the extent to which God transformed her. That every young pastor thought she will be good with her in the ministry. From prostitute to woman of valor, Christ can change everything. You know about Nikki Cruz? Christ can do that. Praise the Lord, we're going to stop there. Next Sunday, God willing, we will continue. Let's bow our head down and pray to the Lord. We bless your name, Lord, and we give praise and glory unto you. The captain and the commander of the army of the Lord, Christ Jesus, the sustainer of our lives. We are your people and the sheep of your pasture. We commit to you, Lord, every single brother and sister here to your care. May you raise up, Lord, anyone who feels down at the moment. And that problem, that mountain that is panicking, Lord, and intimidating your son or your daughter, we bring before you in the name of Jesus, that Lord God Almighty, you will restore things as it's written. He restores my soul. In the multitude of my anxieties within me your comfort delight my soul. To whom else shall we go? You have the word of eternal life. We lift up our eyes unto the hills from whence cometh our help, our help cometh from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. He will not allow thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shed at thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. The Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. In the name of Jesus, Amen. God bless you. Be strong in the might of the Lord. Amen.